Um, yeah. Should we start? Sure. Also, have you hit the... So if you hit the table, it activates the GoPro. Because it sounds like both of us are talking. You're pick it's picking up in both of our mics. Oh, is that what it's doing? Yeah. So now we can... In both. So sh what should we do? Should I look at you or should I be looking at the cameras? I'm not even on the GoPro shot. Yeah, let's move over. I'm barely in it. Should I move over? Should we be, fa hey, should we be facing hey, the monitors hey, or facing hey, each other? Hey, hey. We should definitely be facing each other. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Just kind of, you know, let them do their thing, right? Episode 20 of the Garage Party Podcast, live once again from Garage 109 in Bayside. Yeah. But, not, but not live. I always say live. I don't know why. I, do I don't know why you say live. I say live every time. I think it's just a thing. We could live stream. Yeah, I mean, live it's a little, this. little bit difficult. Maybe next week. Yeah, perhaps. Just for fun. We'll discuss. We'll make sure to let you know on our uh, social media if we're going to do it. Though. But yeah, yeah, Garage 109. We are recording once again from in here. Auto switching. Beautiful day today, November, and it's about 60 degrees today, so it feels pretty nice. We're in here. It's nice not too cold. Nice and comfortable in the garage. Nice and comfy. We're doing good. We, uh, if you, it's very you dirty be, in here. You they, should, uh, you'll notice by they now. They down a, that uh, stump, that tree. They grinded the stump. You see how much crap got in the garage? Like tree stuff? Yeah, it's like Yeah, I see it. wood dust. It was everywhere. Wood dust. Everywhere. Wood dust. Like It's a funny, funny combination of words. Wood dust. But yes, talking, filthy. talking. Hey, 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 hey. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so you've noticed my by camera? now. My oh, what were we looking? So you've noticed by now that we have three cameras working. If you're watching on YouTube, we, if you're not, if you're right, just listening, yes. go to YouTube. Right. So if you're listening on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, or iTunes, go to YouTube because you will see we are advancing our show even further. We took it further last week with the. Drop it. There it is. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Okay. Hey. So Bit of an echo in this garage, huh? So you see, we've taken it. We've taken things further. We have a we have a board now that we operate, and we can have the ability to kind of drop in some music and change our voices. You know, just little little things that we could do to make things a little bit more interesting for you. But we, now this episode, I mean, we're we're growing by the episode here. Nineteen, we added the. Uh, the voices and the music. Episode 20, which you're currently listening to, where he added three cameras to the mix. So now when one of us talks, the camera just locks in on one of us so that you get a nice uh, a nice look at us. And now for episode 21, we have some plans. I'm not going to tell you what it is right away, but next week you'll see it. It's, uh, it's a mystery to me, too. Well, I mean, we, we discussed it a little bit before the show. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, it it uh -huh. should, should be good. I think yep. uh, I think yep. the, the yep. folks will enjoy it. They'll enjoy it. Just like they enjoy this. <laughs> na, na, na. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Even when we do that other thing, I think we should keep this song. I agree. Great. I agree. It's great. I think this is our theme song. Is this a theme song? What this is, is our theme song. Is this like uh, This is our jingle. Do they consider this royalty free music? Is that what this is yeah, called? Yeah, 100%. This is our jingle, though. This is the hey, 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 hey. official Garage Party Podcast jingle. Should we, like, find the writer of this and... Talk to him about it? Nope. No. He's going to want a piece of the action. Yeah, I don't think so. No, he's not getting that. Because we don't get action. <laughs> <laughs> uh, episode 20. We're, we're slowly but surely creeping up the ladder here. 
You said you had a topic for us. I have a little bit of a topic. Uh, you know, it's a interesting time uh, in the country. So, you know, and I know you. I'm not going to get into this because I know that you despise the topic as well as Paul. But politics, uh, you know, we're coming off a very highly contested election going on right now. I want to know. If you were running for president, what would be your thing? What attracts voters to you? Pedophilia. <laughs> that's, that's your thing, huh? I'm going to be the pedophile, like the guy. President pedophile. Yeah. President pedophile. I th- you're a pedophile a, buster. You're going to have a hard time getting some votes that way. <laughs> 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 but I want to know the platform that you would run on that you think would attract voters to you. Yeah, pedophilia. Don't, and, uh, <laughs> pedophilia, yeah, because ev- everybody's interested in that. Uh, and don't give me something, you know, nonsense like tax, whatever. No, I want to know something creative, something different that's going to draw people to your corner. And don't say pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> that does not, does, you don't think that'll work? I don't think it'll work. I think you might uh, you might have a hard time running on that platform. Hey, huh? check it out now. Yeah, oh yeah, that looks better. Much better. Yeah. There's a little film on the GoPro camera. Nicely done. Is that new? Uh, I have another one. I just haven't used this one. Oh, nice. Okay. Good yeah. stuff. Brand new. Right out of the box. Wow. Yeah. All right. What's your platform, Billy? I, I, I don't have one. Come on. <laughs> you got to have something. I don't really know what mine is either. The spot. That's the point. <laughs> I mean. Uh, That's the point. Right? Yeah. So, obviously, uh, I'm just a man of integrity who likes to touch little boys. Yes. <laughs> That's not great. That's not going to get you very far. <laughs> no? No. Yeah. I guess I'm not cut out. You're going to lose a lot of states. You might not lose California, though. You might be able to win California. Okay. I was uh, was thinking, like, Missouri would really like me. They may. Alabama. We're just losing voters left and right. I mean, we're just losing (laughs) listeners left and right with this topic. What about (laughs) Arkadelphia? Arkadelphia. Arkadelphia might vote for the... uh, A place we one day would like to go. You like facing your camera? No, I like facing you, but, you know... It looks uh-huh. better on camera if I'm like facing it. It looks better on the GoPro, hmm. right? So, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, 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 Maybe next week we do the GoPro as a full bum, like top mount shot, like overlooking us, like top of our scalp. A bird's eye garage party podcast. Interesting. That look cool. Good. We're o- you know we're open to suggestions. Something here. to think about. We could always like just tinker around and like yeah. see what works and what doesn't work. And then uh, if we get bored. Hey 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 hey. So Cape Cod went great. Great time. Got rich on a kayak. Really enjoyed it. Did not think that I would ever in my life uh, be out in any body of water on a kayak. And yep. you, you got me out there. You got Paul out there too, which his odds were probably just as it wasn't as low as mine. We thought it was going to be pretty cold. It was not too bad. wasn't that bad at all. I thought that it was. Uh, we got lucky. Comfortable. Yeah, we got lucky with like the weather at, th- at that exact time because mm-hmm. like it was uh, pretty cold, pretty windy, pretty rainy. Yes. Well, so I think we went in like the perfect window. Yeah. Of our trip. Well, our one full day in Cape Cod was beautiful. However, the bookends, the day that we arrived and the day that we left, not so good at all. But, weather-wise. But uh, the day that was beautiful outside, we decided to uh, take out some kayaks, something that I never thought I would do. And, you know, 
I was a little, I'm not going to lie, I was a little nervous at first. He's like, oh, I'm definitely going to fall in the water. I was like, I'm, I'm definitely going to tip, gonna t- tip it over, like, yeah. How hard is this? How right. much skill does this take? And you it were takes very like, little skill. It, it takes very little skill. And, and <laughs> In fact, I think you put it best when you said it's almost impossible and you have to really try to tip it's, it over. It's hard to tip. You really have to tip it It was just like over. one of these right here. Uh, what's going on? Are we losing one? Oh, GoPro might have died. Okay. That's gone. That sucks. Anyway. Uh, I'll switch. That's <laughs> the um, great time. Loved it. It's very like, what's the word? I don't know about relaxing because it's a lot of like upper body work, but it's like to me it's relaxing because f- for some of it you just kind of sit and you just sit there coast. Right, I agree. Yeah, and you just kind of like relax, kick back, and you're like, all right, I'm good. Like I could I could mm-hmm. definitely chill out here for a little bit. And then uh, we were out there. I would say what? What would you say? Like a mile out there when we encountered our friends. If that. So we're out. We're a decent ways out there, and uh, you know, obviously, me, I'm not a great outdoorsman. So anytime I hear of, you know, other things in the water below me, I'm gonna get nervous. So we're out there, and I'm kayaking along, having a great time. I'm like, oh, this is great. Very relaxing. Very, uh, uh, just peaceful. In touch with nature. Recover. Yeah, there we go. Hey, split screen. Gone. But the, uh, I love the, the whole aspect of it is just very, very nice. So anyway, we're out there. Because you, you can make a day at, like, uh, it was later in the day, so we didn't have. Yeah, like, we didn't go out there until, like, 4. You could see how you can make a day of it. Like, if we wanted to go, like, way, way down the river, and then, um, you know, we could pack a little lunch. You, you throw it on the back of the kayak. You, you stop at one yeah, point. Yeah, that would actually be pretty lunch, cool. You, yeah. you know, pack a little mini cooler, some beers. Yeah. That's actually really cool. See, that's not yeah, but you got to really be out there for a long time, right? Like, what do you think? That's how long can you possibly stay out there? Five hours, four hours? I mean, I, yeah, I've kayaked for like close to four hours, five hours. That's a pretty long time. Yeah. So anyway, we're out there, and all of a sudden, uh, I think it was Paul turned to me, and he was like, "Oh, something ahead of us," and I was like, "What?" Well, you, I stopped because we were we were you were the one who saw it first. We were paddling out. And we were going to, like, go to this overpass, which was, like, a, mar- a mile if yeah. we just straight paddled mm-hmm. for, like, you know, seven, eight minutes straight. Yeah. We would have eventually hit it. But I stopped straight, and I was like, Paul, do you see that creature? Because we were just talking about the Loch Ness Monster, like, right before that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, do you see that creature popping in and out of the water? Mm-hmm. He's like, is that a log? I'm like, let's get closer to it. And Rich thought the opposite i very quickly learned how to turn my kayak around yeah he learned how to turn very very quickly when you're under stress you know you you can really do anything it's like those people who say when you know times are uh when you're in emergency you can like lift the car well i was able to do a complete 180 of my kayak in like a matter of two seconds i completely turned it around and was headed back for sure before he turned into a pro paddler before you can even say the word kayak i flew back because i I wasn't sure what it was and i'm not going to take any chances (laughs) you two want to go off and find out what it is that's on you uh, when approaching it, like, Paul's like, I think it's a beaver, which was plausible because, like, it looked like, you know, the f- like a fat beaver tail coming out mm-hmm. of the water. But then, like, it was doing, like, this hooking, almost like a dolphin-type motion because yes, yes. we just saw, like, a fuzzy little face. And then and I saw it, too. It almost looked like it was just, like, going, like Billy just said, like, straight up and straight yeah. down. Uh, so, anyway, I turned around. So, I cannot speak to the rest of the story because Billy and Paul were the only ones who actually went out there to discover exactly what it was. I came back later on once I found out what it was. But uh, you guys went out there. And how close did you get to it before you actually realized that it was what it was? 
Um, when we realized, like, I was like googling stuff. I'm like, nah. I was like, Google. I pulled up. Paul pulled up next to me. I pulled up pic- a picture of a beaver. I'm like, nah, that's not, not a beaver. Yeah. And then we started looking at seals, and then we we got a good glimpse of like maybe from like 25, 30 yards away, mm-hmm. a good glimpse of it, like its face, and then it just went back in. And then uh, we were trying to like chase him around, but then like, and it was a seal. Yeah, seals. Oh, yeah. s- numerous seals. It was. There were many of them. May- yes. Maybe. 10, 12 yes, seals? Yes, I would say that there were a number of them. Apparently, in my when I turned around and I did my, my 180, one was right by me and I didn't even know it. You said you saw it close to me from a distance. Uh, Not then, when you started coming back to us. That's when you saw it? Yeah. Okay. Phew. Man, if you were trying to talk that. to us and there was like a seal like... Right, right over by me? Right near you, yeah. Damn. If I had seen that. But one came up real close to Paul, like... Within 15 feet, probably. He said he heard it breathing. Yeah, he heard it right behind him. Yeah, see, that's that's pretty crazy. And they were big, too. You were telling me they were like 50, 60 pounds. These are not like, uh, these we are not little. From, uh, later on, from some Google imaging, I uh, realized they're harbor seals, which let's look up the size of a harbor seal. Harbor seal. See, I was just relieved. 130 that pounds. <laughs> The smallest, or they can get up to 130? Uh, I think that's average. Damn. So very easily could have tipped us if it, if it wanted to. Is yeah, what, if it is wanted to mess saying. with us. If it, it really wanted to mess with us, it absolutely could have tipped us over. If it felt threatened or something. Do se- do harbor seals attack? Is that like a thing? Like, <laughs> I don't know. What if we had fallen in the I water? I just learned they were a thing. Would it have tried to like attack us? I don't know. They live up to 35 years old, though. They grow up to six and a half feet long. Some of them can get up to 370 pounds. And they live for close to 35 years. Man, if I had seen that coming towards me, would have been bad news, man. Even the the babies can be 35 pounds. That would have been nice to see a little baby. Yeah. I mean, we saw them for a while. Then we kind of chased them around for a little bit in the kayaks, you know, because we wanted to get closer to them. I don't know why. doesn't really make sense. Seems like a good way to get hurt. <laughs> we were doing it for a good video. Yeah, which, which we didn't we get. Didn't. Yeah, we never got it. I th- well, they're, they're very quick. They're elusive, you know. It's hard to track down a seal. Very difficult. At least me and Paul tried. I did I did come back. <laughs> I came back. <laughs> after, I, like. I said, you know what? I'm not going to. After, gonna like, 45 minutes of me and Paul hanging out with seals. Easily. And then I came back, and then we chased down some uh, while I was there. Tracked down a couple, and then it was back to shore. I was just listen. I was just relieved that it wasn't a shark, because I had looked up previous to this that a shark had actually gotten into this pond. It was literally the fakest article ever. No, no, it was a true story. It was a super fake article. You showed me the picture from that article. No, like, no, no. It was, I th- but the the article was true. They may have just doctored the picture to you know for what do they call that? Uh, no. Hollywoodize it, you know, no. just to kind of give it effect. But fake I, I, news. But the article itself, I think, fake as fuck. was correct. Fake as fuck. You think? Uh-huh. What are the chances that there would be an article written about the exact pond we were in and a shark getting into it's it? Popular pond, popular fishing spot, popular kayaking spot, popular boating spot. Mm. You know? But now you're better with geography than me. Does it? Com- is it? Can you rule out that a shark could get into that pond? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. How? Well, uh, you said it was a white shark. That's n- no shot. The uh, shark 
probably could, like a smaller thresher shark, something like that. Does it matter? Like they'll hurt you too. I've been up pretty close to a thresher shark in the in the bay of Long Island. In a kayak? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that would terrify me. You were fine. You just didn't. You didn't care. Yeah, I just stay out of its way. That's probably a good idea. How big was it? Mm, six or seven feet. They have these really long tails. That's how they they kill little fish. They uh they whip their tail. Thresh it. Yeah. Mm. Thresher. Man, if I had seen a thresher shark out there, I think my kayaking days would have been over. As quickly as it came is as quickly as it gone if I had seen that. It may have enhanced your experience. It definitely would have enhanced my experience because I would have uh, had a cool story to tell. Like, yeah, I came face to face with a shark and survived. (laughs) (laughs) Because it only (laughs) saw my back. Yeah, it only saw my back (laughs) as I was pedaling away from it 100 miles an hour. But, uh, no, it uh, it was a cool experience. Now, I think I would definitely kayak again. However, I would have to suggest that I only kayak in water where I know that there's not going to be sharks, seals, things that can tip me. You're out on seals, too? No, I, I, I would do, like, the pond we just did, I would do that again. Because as you name things, you're running out of waters that you can kayak in. Like a pool? <laughs> I'm just going to be in, like, a pool next, yeah. just going around. L.A. Fitness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there, swiping my card and going like this. <laughs> Uh, no, there's got to be bodies of water where there's a guarantee that you're not going to, especially here, right? Because we're not going to get seals here. Um, I mean, there's animals that you won't get seals. You might get a, there, you're more likely to get a shark here. <laughs> than a That's true. I mean, ev- well, it depends where you go. Because like out near like Montauk. Sharks. Sharks. Seals. Everything. Whales. Dolphins. Now, so anyway, we get back from Cape Cod, and I'm, like, juiced up about the kayaking experience. I'm like, oh, this was cool. I would definitely do this again. And every morning when I wake up, I, I read articles, like, from the Post or, you know, wherever it may be. Oh, that whale thing. Right? And I That's literally come across an article about two people out on a kayak in California. You see the video? Yeah, it was insane. I literally come across this article where there's a story about two people out on a kayak, having a beautiful day, probably packed a little picnic basket, like you said, out there, out in California, and all of a sudden, they're sitting there, and a whale comes out of the water and eats them. Eats it, them. It didn't, and then it spits didn't, them out. It didn't really like, eat them, eat them. It, they went into the mouth, and he decided, the whale was like, eh, I'm going to spit you out. And that's exactly what he did. Could there possibly be anything worse than that? Yeah, there's definitely things worse. You can get hit by a bus and die. Aside from death, <laughs> while kayaking, is there anything worse than being eaten by a whale? Um, I guess eaten by a shark. Probably more painful, right? Yeah, maybe if like locusts came and started eating at your boat and you were slowly just sinking while you were in the middle of the ocean. That would be pretty bad. Because like, you know you're done. How do you get rid of locusts? <laughs> I don't know. I think you have to like say is ten hail marys. Is something. that like a raid thing? Can you just get raid and like locusts? Yeah. I know. I think you have to. What like are locusts? They're I don't know. They're like biblical little bugs that only come around every hundred years. But it is in the insect family. Yes. And what do they do? They just destroy everything that they eat. I think so. I don't really know. Are they like termites? I think like anatomy wise, they are pretty close looking to a termite. But much bigger. They look like 
praying mantises, I think. But can, but, but can but cause massive amounts of damage. Let's look one up. When was the last time that somebody, I would say in the world, but in the United States, saw a locust? This year. Really? Yeah. So they do exist. I mean, it was. it's very rare. How many locusts are in the world today? Probably a lot. So if they were to band together, we would all kind of be in bad shape, right? Like it would be bad news. I mean, when they come, they wreak havoc. I mean, this looks East Africa. It looks like a grasshopper. Yeah. Now, no. what do they do? What about them destroys things? <laughs> That's what I'm kind of <laughs> confused about. Boy, sucks for this guy, huh? It looks like he set them free. I think he's just an asshole. He's playing victim. Wow. They're huge. Locusts are swarming in record numbers in 2020. Mm. That's just what we need now. They're out there. We haven't had enough. Just in 2020. But uh, what I was on my phone looking for is uh, up up the Hudson. There's this spot called Crotton Point, which I wanted. To, I've been wanting to go to and kayak is like a little lighthouse. Little Crotton Point kayaking. Yeah, it's up the Hudson. Sharks in there? In the Hudson? I mean, they could, but not. This is this is pretty shallow, so no. That's cool. I would do that. Yeah, it's a nice little area. Got two of kayaks right behind Richard here. Crocs? I don't think it's on. Any crocs? Definitely not crocs. So what would concern you most about in that water? That water? Yeah. Um, <laughs> a boat? <laughs> I could deal with that. Boat's not going to hit us. I think a boat's more dangerous than a shark. How? You can get out of the way, can't it you? It creates a wake. And then it just flips you? Yeah, like a, a irresponsible boater can definitely... So then why are people allowed to kayak there? What do you mean? Like, if there's a high chance of you getting tipped over by a well, boat... Everyone's supposed to be responsible, and just like on the road, you're supposed to, like, you you stay know, away look, out, from for the look out for people and You want to kayak on the Hudson, you said, right? Like, you want to kayak on the Hudson River. That is the Hudson, yeah. But, like, where Sully landed, I'm talking about. No. You can't do that, right? You can. You can kayak there? You can kayak around, like, Liberty Island. Really? Yeah. You we can, we can launch right out of here, Bayside Marina. And get to the Hudson River? That's a firm 20-mile mm, paddle, probably, but you could. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to go around well, you under the Throg's Neck, under the White Stone. Right. But you wouldn't be able under to... Uh, <laughs> you can't come back. What's you can't the next bridge? The GW. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it would be cool to like be on a kayak and see the city skyline. Yeah. Right? I'm so sure it's nice. Wha how, what's the closest point that but we would that have there? I feel like that water's gross. Yeah, the Hudson, it's filthy. Yeah. But if you go up, up, it's near like Tarrytown, that spot I was telling you. Oh, okay. It's like an hour, it's an hour north. So if me and you right now took these kayaks and we <laughs> deployed... Right over here at the Bayside Marina. How long has it taken us to get to the George Washington Bridge? The George Washington Bridge? I How long? I'm just speculating on, on kayak and mileage. We can't, obviously, we can't go full speed because, you know, we have to save some energy for the way back. Uh, well, it's a river, so you, you have a tide to it. So I got to find the GW. Is that legal? Is what legal? Kayaking? Yeah, of course. On the Hudson River? Yeah, of course. We're not going to get stopped. Uh, GW is actually upriver a little bit, right? Well, what the closest one. 
the closest bridge. Well, how long is it going to take us to get to a point where we can see the city? Not very far at all. Not very long at all. Really? Yeah, because you could see it from like Fort Totten. So why don't we go right now? It's it's pitch black for one. <laughs> city skyline. <laughs> skyline at night. It's all lit up. We can see everything we got to see. Where's my uh? <laughs> I would do this. Let's see. Let's see. You want a time frame for how long it would take? Is there like a section in the? Is there like a About maps? Twelve minutes. That's probably. nothing. I'm just guesstimating. That's nothing. Because we'd have to, unless you literally went from Fort Totten. Then but then you it. already see it, so your right your quest is over when you start. But like you know how, like what if we kayaked underneath the Verrazano? You know how like cruise ships go underneath the Verrazano. Could we kayak as a cruise ship was going by us? In that area, I mean, you definitely can, but, like, I wouldn't go anywhere it? near a cruise ship. It's dangerous, right? Yeah. Tip, uh, fuck you up. They make this huge wakes. Yeah, it's a cruise ship. Yeah. But how far away would you say you have to stay from that? 30 yards, 40 yards. Even that, I would... I would Push it a little I further? I would not even be paddling. I would just be, like, keeping my balance. Bracing yourself? Yeah. So you think it would really rock us? Yeah, I, I've I've gone in like I, I I've gone in like water channels where with like boaters and like a a boat coming fast can mess with you. It it you have to be careful. Yeah, I'm like strangely intrigued by this. Like I I'm worried about it, but I kind of want to do it. Like you know, like going to driving to Long Beach, all those water channels mm -hmm. that you pass when you're going over yeah, the bridge, yeah. like through there, like there's a lot of boat traffic, a lot of people on jet skis, everything. And, uh, and there you are, and you're just like, yeah. But they try to avoid you, don't they? Isn't that like their rule? Like they have to avoid you. You have to. Avoid well, them. some some. It's easier parts, for them to avoid you. Some parts of that they have a speed limit too. It'll be like five mile per hour, and it'll, it'll literally see signs that say no wake. So so you can't make a. Yeah, you have to go at a speed where you don't create a wake. Right. Which kayak obviously will. Well, yeah, not paddlers. A it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. But. If you go into a territory where boats are going fast, it's kind of on you, right? Yeah. Now, what happens if you do flip over your kayak? Is it easy to get back in? It can't be. It's not very easy. No, I was going to say. It has to be very difficult to get back Depends in. Depends how shallow. You could be in very shallow water, though. If you're in shallow water, it Then it's a little bit easier. Yeah. It sucks, but it's easier. You could also kind of like... like if, if you can't touch the bottom, how do you get back in? It still floats. <laughs> Yeah. So granted that it's still but like upright. putting you pulling yourself up back into it, tip it over. I again? mean, like these kayaks, they're heavy and not really meant to to tip, flip back, flip or flip back over easily. Like, uh, see if I can find a little video of like a professional kayaker like practicing turning over, because some people kayak flip them on like purpose, don't they? Yeah, so say a big wave was coming from a giant cruise ship, you would, there's like a s certain way to lean in, uh, like a, you know, a nicer, more expensive kayak that's like fiberglass and like meant to turn and flip, that it just kind of you just lean and it just kind of flips you back upright. Let's see if I can find a quick video and show you. This is uh, fascinating stuff. I really want to. Uh, Kayak up the Hudson. 
from here or just go up there? Because no, that's like what from I want to do. Like I have an app called, uh, I think it's called Go Paddling. It shows you like every launch, like anywhere. No, I would want to do it from here. I mean, I'd rather just drive up there and start up there. Let's see this guy. You know what would be cool? How? Let me ask you a question. Could you do uh, this? You ready? Let's see. This. The next guy that comes up, he's going to do it. Uh, not him, not him. I just saw it a second ago. And there it is. Oh, yeah. So he's underwater now. But how does he flip back over? Oh, uh, that was a bad example. He just kind of flipped. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question. This place that you're talking about here, the Hudson, right? Mm -hmm. If we parked the cars there, and how long would it take us to kayak here to the Bayside Marina from there? I gotta find it. On how long would that take? Uh, <laughs> I just need to figure out roughly how many miles it is. Because I, I feel like that would be cool, right? Like if we parked the car there, had somebody pick up the cars and drive them back, and we just kayaked all the way home to the Bayside Marina, like that would probably be cool. So looking at, where was it? There. Seven, 14, <laughs> 21. Four, and then another seven, 14, <laughs> like 40 miles, figure. Is that doable? <laughs> it's not doable, right? What's the most you can kayak? I mean, it's it's obviously doable, like, but figure you go about three to four miles per hour when you're paddling well and that's at a quick pace right so that's not even like stopping to take a look around like you're uh no like i'm saying speed wise so I'm, i don't know how long you can hold that speed but uh yeah, figure three miles per hour so 40 miles it's more than the whole day it's like 14 12 15 12 hours, hours. Yeah. yeah which is impossible because then it gets dark outside we have to start at like 5 a.m yeah, so it's just not. It's just not doable. It's way up the Hudson. I mean, you can go. There's closer spots up the Hudson, but I just picked that spot because it has, you know, lighthouses cool. and stuff like that. It's cool. Mm. What are we at? Mm, 31 minutes. Let me tell you something. Kayaking is fascinating, man. I want to do it more, but I just don't want to get eaten. I mean, I wish it was uh, more in the season for it. I didn't get to go take these out this year. Because I think we can get Paul to go, right? Can you rent kayaks? Because I see you got yeah. two of them here, but mm -hmm. could you could obviously rent for them. Right? Yeah. That's another, th like, that spot has rentals, so, like, you could rent right from there. And, again, like, you can go anywhere you want. Yeah. Here, we'll, I'll show you this. Like, map. technically, you could kayak to Ireland. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sure. <laughs> How long would that take? Rich has, Rich has gone once. He's already trying to set Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's the furthest anyone's kayaked? I'm know. very, I'm in, I'm very intrigued by this. See, like this is the app called Go Paddling. It shows every like launch spot that you can kayak. Yeah, so it's literally. So we pull out. Where's Bayside Marina? Right here. How come it's not a launch spot? 
It's a boating spot, so it's naturally a warm spot. But see, look, it even says Fort It has Totten, Fort and Totten Park, right? Yeah. Okay, so we take off from Fort Totten Park. How long is it taking us to get to Jersey? To New Jersey? Yeah. Not very long at all. Not long at all, right? So these are, these are doable things. Actually, uh, now I'm thinking of the Bronx. Can you? But you'd have to go. It's a few hours. Can you kayak past the Statue of Liberty? It's yeah, it's far though. The Statue of Liberty is very far. But you can do it. Live. It's legal. Like you're not gonna get in trouble. Yeah, but the Bayside Marina is uh, not the most uh, accessible, easiest uh, place to kayak. go. To go, you know. If right. you want to go to you the Statue us, of Liberty, yes, you may find us start a place in, to get to the Statue of Liberty. You probably want to start in Brooklyn. Okay. You know. Let's do that then. See, look, just now, just found a pier. That's like directly across from the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. So you're basically just right across. Yeah. And even that, that's probably how long. Like mile wise. Yeah. I I think it's like to the Statue of Liberty, maybe a mile and a half, two miles. Okay. And then Alice Island's right there. What's this little island? This is uh oh, that's Governor's Island. So that, I do that. That that you could definitely do. So let's do that. But then you'd have to uh well no. Logistically you'd have to like how do you I don't know if there's a rental place on Governor's Island. Couldn't you'd we just take these? Yeah, but you can't I can't drive to Governor's Island. No, I could drive the Brooklyn to Brooklyn Pier. Yeah, I could drive to that pier. Right. So then we kayak around Ellis Island and come back. Yeah. Look, has a little Beach. Let's do that. Hmm. Where is that? That's where people pull in? Yeah, that's the pier in Brooklyn. And that's where you pull out of. And then you go to Ellis Island. You need a, yeah. You go to Ellis Island and what you call it? Liberty Island. And it's not the Lady season Liberty. for it, though, obviously. That's the only problem. It's cold. I mean, it's but we're going to have some warm days. Yeah. You know, and I would water, be in for this. The water doesn't get cold for a while. I would be in for this. If we can get Paul on board, I'd be in for the, for us doing this. How do you how do you take these places? What do you do? You tie them to the roof? I have those are racks right there. You just put them on the roof. Yeah, they clip on the roof, and then nice. You're off. It has little cradles that let's just they just sit. Let's find a day for this. Okay. I want to do this because I feel. I mean, like, is there anything cooler than like what? What are you about to say? Is there anything cooler than like kayaking around the Statue of Liberty? I feel like that's pretty cool, right? It's definitely pretty cool. We're we we have some warm days coming up. Like I wish <laughs> we weren't busy this weekend. It's gonna be seventy on Saturday. <laughs> Beautiful day for a kayak. Uh, yeah, I mean we're gonna have more days like that. Yeah, I'd imagine they're global gonna war- global warming and whatnot. Yeah, that would be my for sure. stance. That would be my stance. <laughs> if I was president, keep I'd be global warming going I'd so be we can kayak. No, 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 no. Yeah, well, you know. I'd be the big, like <laughs> the big global warming like, guy, almost Al Gore like. Okay, yeah, Al Gore's the huge global warming. Big guy. Uh, environmentalist. I don't know if that's a good path. Look I where it got Al Gore. I would make everyone <laughs> drive Elon's Teslas. He would be my VP. Elon is actually. Did you see uh, Dave Portnoy talking about he want wanting to be uh, with Elon? His running mate. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. What do you think their thing would be? Their campaign would be. I mean, Elon just wants to fix everything. Isn't Elon just a genius? He's very, very smart. All right. Pick us a day <laughs> for the Ellis Island kayak, and I'll do it. Okay. I'm a 1,000% in for this. I think it would be really, really fun. Yeah. I've never even been to the Statue of Liberty, and the first time I see it is going to be in a kayak? I mean, you've seen it. Yeah, you know? of course. Yes. How close have you been to it? Not close at all. I think the closest I've been was on a cruise. We went past it. Hmm. Yeah. That's about it, though. 
I've gone to the island. Never been there. Can you kayak See, like, to the Ellis Island? No. I don't think when you get to these places with the kayak, you could just get off. Leave the kayak there, walk around? Yeah, yeah. I don't think you could do Can't that. Can't do that, right? I think you have to you buy a ticket. Uh, but you can get off. No, like I'm saying, I don't think you could like dock at either of those places. <laughs> just leave the kayak here. I <laughs> Yeah, that might be a little I'm saying I think you could do a lap on a kayak, and that's it. Like, if you wanted to go so on the island. So you go to it, look around, and then come back. Or keep going. You can probably go east or west, right? You could probably, like. Yeah, you can hit Atlantic City at this rate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I'm very ambitious with the kayaks, you know. I'm, I'm looking to go everywhere. So that Brooklyn Pier, we pull across, and we're only, like you said, like a mile or two away from Ellis Island, right? Probably. Cool. So you do that, but then let's say you go up the river a little bit more. Or down the river, however that works out. Yeah, then you got. Then you're probably the headed bridges. towards like the bridges and stuff, right? Yeah. So then you the take a look bridge, around there, look around, bridge. and then come back to Brooklyn and uh, Williamsburg Bridge. Pull into the little beach, get back in the car, and come home, have a little dinner. Yeah, you find a day for this. <laughs> find a day. I'm in. Find a day. Yeah. <laughs> find a day. I think it'd be nice. I think it'd be a very nice day. I'm sure we can convince Paul. He could be in. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, you know, to like rent a kayak, right? Because we only have two. Yeah, of them. as long as he doesn't have to park in Bayside. Uh, yeah. Mm, gonna pour all next week. Yeah, but this weekend very nice out. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. Would have been a good day. What about Sunday? Sunday. Sunday kayak. I mean, yeah, good. <laughs> Seventy degrees. Well, Lauren's having her friends over, but. And that's Saturday. That's uh, Sunday. Is it really? Yeah. Saturday, we got some birthday parties. Cool. Yeah, but uh, if I was running for president, I'd be the... Uh, I'd be the You'd be uh, the green guy. Yeah, I'd be the green energy. The green, green thumb. You know, solar panels, sol- ener- electric cars. Why do you think that hasn't taken off yet? Solar panels? Just everything green. Why is it not quite there? Aren't we like at a place in this world where we should have technology to do these things? We do have the technology. Well, why aren't people we just don't do it? it? Like we have, like the Tesla Model S is the fastest production car there is. Right. Well, I'm not even just you know specifically talking about cars. I'm just talking about in general. I mean, a lot of people are completely relying on solar. Like they have solar powers and you know the panels. Yeah, like specific houses will and stuff. Yeah. But like as a world. Why have we not embraced this yet? Not even the United States. I'm just talking about it as, like, as a world. I don't know. Because if you look at India and China, two of the biggest polluters in the world, they don't even care. Yep. They're just they can honestly care less. They're just like, whatever. Polluting it up. So, you know, it's like, I mean, I guess they don't have to, right? Like, there's no world law that you have to, like, do specific things. So There are, like, some laws, but they're not very strict. There's like treaties. Like, as far as, like, admissions and stuff like that. Like, yeah. when you get your inspection, it has to pass certain that, like, admissions. Like, a catalytic converter and that one. Uh, like yeah, so that's what that does, and then it's based on per state. So, right. like, some cars. Right, but that's the United States. I'm talking about, yeah. like, the world. Like, there's no – it's all just kind of like the honor system, right? Like, we all just have to kind of do it on our own. Unless the U.N. comes up with something that says, like, okay, everybody needs to do this. Everyone needs to drive electric cars right. by 2025. Right, which I think California's doing. Electric cars, like they're making it mandatory. I don't, they're not, I don't see that happening. They're not selling any I gas mean, cars. A lot of them do incentives to buy electric cars and buy solar panels and stuff like that. So what's the deal with an electric car? It's not a gas station, right? It's like charging station. Yeah, 
And there's got to be many, many less of those, right? Like, there can't be as many of those as there are gas stations. Close. It's not even close. So Which it's so much, like, take all the gas stations and just make them charger. Right, and I'm stations. not even saying you need to get rid of the gas. Just maybe cut it in half and do half gas, half electric, right? Couldn't you just do that? This way the people that still have the, the gas cars well, the have a place to go also? The thing about the charging is it just takes, it's not like instant, like putting in gas. It takes a while. Yeah. Maybe that should be the next advancement. Because that's, prob- that's probably what's deterring a lot of people. I mean, like if, you, if you're on the highway and you got to get gas, you don't want to stop for an hour. No. You just want to put in 20 bucks quick, just get you where you got to go. But it also lasts long. Like, goes takes you longer. Like, a full fully charged battery can go for, like, I think 450 miles. So I was going like to say, that. so with the electric car, is it still based off miles? Like, miles per gallon is gas. So is this, like, you, yeah, you or is this like hours? Like, what if I'm sitting in the car and it's running, but I'm not actually driving? I think it's it gives you a number, like, kilowatts per hour. So it's almost like an iPhone battery, where it's like you could see how much longer you have. Until it's dead. Well, yeah. So I'll say yeah, like ninety-eight percent. It'll say a percentage. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Now, but mm. but I'm saying even if you get in your truck right now and drive, like maybe two hundred and fifty, three hundred miles. I'm mm-hmm. saying that that electric battery is going to get you further. It's like four hundred, four hundred. Yeah, okay. and just last longer. Is it just me, or is the electric cars not as nice as regular cars in terms of just look and style? I, Isn't that a thing? I mean, I like how all the Teslas look. The Tesla's right, but the, like, uh, what if about what if about people Hummer, who like Hummer, Mercedes? The and new like Hummer, fully electric. What if you're a guy who loves a Mercedes or an Escalade or Mercedes, a truck? Or Mercedes like has a, a bunch of uh, E-Class, all electric, or some yeah. of them hybrid. Isn't it just me though that like certain cars that are electric don't look like other cars? Don't they look different? They have like a different look to them. Mm, some like I feel like obviously Teslas have their own look. But a lot of other electric cars you may not even know are electric cars. You can't cars. even tell. And some of them are just like, you know, sports cars looking. Also, like how do you – yeah, sports cars. I, I would say a lot of them look like, like sports the, cars. Like the BMW one. Also, when you're charging it, is it the same as like where you have like a little a little uh, lid on like the side of the car that you lift and then you put it in? Is that yeah. how that works? Okay. Uh-huh. So that, that remains the same. Okay. Like that's BMW's electric car. Yeah, it looks like something you've seen in a James Bond movie, which is so what I think a lot of electric cars look like. I'm not saying it doesn't look it's good. It's a sports I'm just saying car. It like looks, it looks so very James Bondish. Like a Lamborghini, obviously, is going to take up a lot of gas. Right. I'm just talking like about the person who like wants to drive around in like a 2007 Toyota. Like, can you do that and like have it be electric? Yeah, there's electric cars that look normal. Yeah, like I feel the like uh, the majority of them do not look normal. I feel like the majority that I've seen, at like least. The, the Nissan, some of them you may just not know are electric. Are electric, right. Yeah, it's possible. Because they look super normal. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like. Like Nissan just looks like a regular. Looks like a regular car. I think if people were, I think if these electric cars literally looked and functioned exactly the same as a gas car, but were electric, more people would be buying them. If we can make advancements in the fact that it takes an hour to charge it, because I feel like that's something that's definitely deterring. I mean, some of them may be uh, faster to charge. I feel like nobody's gonna want. Like, what if you like? I've really only looked into the Teslas. And also, isn't this a problem with the uh, electric cars? What if I pull off on the highway and my battery's dying on my car? I got like seven percent left of my battery, and two people, like a guy, literally. I think they do have reserves to like prevent stuff like that. Because, like, what if a guy pulls in right before me and i got to wait an hour before he's done? 
I mean, right now it's just not that many people that have those cars. Yeah. But if you but happen to come across somebody that does see, ahead like of you, you got to wait. These are all electric cars. Yeah, see, they're they, all super normal. They kind of look, yeah, all right, they look normal cars. So they're just blending in. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then for some, you have to usually have to hook up a thing at your house too. Now do these also you have to hook up like a big charger at your house to yeah. like charge your car to charge it at overnight. home. Yeah. See, I feel like if you could charge your car at your house, that See, eliminates like a lot of the need here. for a gas station. If we're like renters, there's nowhere near here to charge, and we obviously don't have a house to hook it up at. Right. So, so it's not plausible for us. So to have people an who live car. in apartments are just immediately eliminated from the electric car business. Gone. Unless it's like a hybrid, where it when you break the regenerative braking, it charges the battery. Can you buy a, a charging station, almost like a barbecue, and put it in here? I don't know if it. I think it has to be like hooked up to power from somewhere. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's n- just another battery. See, this is what I'm talking. I feel like but they've made a lot of you advancements. Get solar but solar powers still a on our roof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, this is just yeah. so solar power. From car. what I've heard, the concerns with this now does it still have an engine? No. It doesn't have an engine. No. Doesn't have any of the inside part. What's under the hood? Nothing. It's a trunk. The hood is the trunk. Hood is another trunk. Yeah. You get two See, trunks. this is where you're going to lose a lot of the people's support. You get two trunks. And you're going to lose a lot of support. The Tesla truck, there. two beds, two truck beds. That's pretty cool. <laughs> the Tesla truck, two truck beds. <laughs> one in the front, one in the back. It is. Yeah, you're going to lose a lot of people there. What, not having an engine? Yeah. Because people aren't going to support anything that's going to completely wipe out the automotive industry, mechanics. You know how many people are going to lose jobs? I mean, they get just get... They have to adapt or die. How are you going to have a guy That's who like only knows how to be a mechanic see, adapt? Like, I mean, your argument there is like, oh, let's keep Blockbuster video around because those guys have to work. No, the people at Blockbuster were the 14-year-old kids. It was their first job. Yeah, but and still, that's not a there's skill. Still people Working at Blockbuster is not a skill. There's still people that you go to trade school to be a mechanic. You don't go to school to learn how to work at Blockbuster. <laughs> there's still people that were financially <laughs> relying on that job at Blockbuster, whether they owned it or they worked at it, right? Managed yes. it. Yeah, that's an adapt or die situation, but it's not a skill. We're not training people to work at Blockbuster. Like, if I got hired at Blockbuster tomorrow, let's say they came back and I got hired tomorrow as the manager at a Blockbuster, I could probably do it. You could do it. Anybody could do it. What do you got to do? There's nothing to do. Mark the videos? Mark the tapes? You Bring this back it, in a week? Rewind it? Well, yeah, come on. This is not a skill. This is It's it's almost like a... I don't even know what other jobs require very lack of skill. I want to say... I would think working Cashier. at McDonald's requires more skill than working at Blockbuster. Wouldn't you think? Um, I don't, I don't think working at McDonald's requires very much skill. But I think it requires more skill than Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe at Blockbuster you had to know, you know. The Do you have a certain the, movie? Yeah, you had to know Again, some we recommenda- do that. recommendations. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know, at least takes a little bit of knowledge. So if somebody says to me, do you have Tommy Boy? I'm going to be like, go check the comedy section. What the hell are you asking me? I don't know. <laughs> go look in the comedy aisle. But a good Blockbuster employee would yeah. say, row H. Well, they did that. They I'll had that. I'll be. They would little type it in on their little computer back when computers <laughs> were new. <laughs> they would type in Tommy Boy. Now, now Dan um, rented it last week. Still not back. Look at that. Huh? Uh, I don't know. You're going to lose a lot of people with that. I think that's been people's major issue with green as a whole is that it would eliminate a lot of jobs. 
which is going to be very difficult to get support behind, which is why it hasn't garnered the support I that mean, it probably should to, yet. They still have to be built. They have to be built, but the things that you know we currently have in place al- also need to be managed. And I think you know you're going to lose a lot of like people's gas support cars aren't going anywhere anytime soon. California, I'm telling you, they're getting rid of them. They're not selling gas cars beyond 2025. I think is the year. It might be 2030, but I think it's 2025. They will no longer I just sell. Feel like there's not enough gas cars. Like types and models that well california cars might that have more california might have more in fact they have Just five years more to repair cars them. that no one no more charging stations more oh charging stations and stuff yeah probably yeah. but i think there needs to be more cars built yeah because then it's also i think there's like a bottleneck of them building batteries i feel like they can't build these electric cars as fast as they build a gasoline car do you feel with your with this whole green thing that like Elon Musk and all these guys, Al yep, because I'm the green guy. I know you are. You're the green guy. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna ask you the questions about the green stuff because I really I don't know much. Pedophilia about the green stuff. and yeah. solar panels. Yep, pedophilia and saving the planet so that we can have more pedophiles. So, do you think, in your opinion, because obviously you know more about this than I do, let's say America, the United States, went green and we were able to adapt things like solar panels. Electric cars, more charging stations, power, energy without having any kind of population or pollution, I should say. Wait, repeat the question. I was reading something. Ameri- the United States of America advances technology to the point where everybody drives an electric car. There's no more pollution. Solar panels are everywhere. It's how we get all of our energy, all of our power. Let's say that that becomes a thing in the United States, right? 15, 20 years down the road, whatever it may be. Is that enough to save the co- to save the world? Because when we're talking about green and we're talking about pollution, we're not just talking about the United States. We're talking about the world. So is that if America were to do it, is that enough? Like let's say India and China and Russia and all these other places that pollute their ass off. Is the United States doing that so enough just to delay redu- it? Just completely, one hundred percent reducing our carbon footprint. You're we'll, saying will help, but by how much? I mean, if the other countries remain polluting. I don't know, like, the exact science to it, but I, I, I'd imagine it has to. It has to help, right? Yeah. We're one of the biggest countries in the world. It has to. But if you look at the grand scope of the world, if everybody else is still polluting, Cause, like, what is it buying us? Is it just buying us a few well, more years? Like, we what may even be we're probably very high on the list of the carbon footprint. Like, I think that America is probably doing more than any other country in terms of being green, right? Like, I don't think other countries are doing this nearly as much as we are. Let's pull it. Can't be. The world carbon footprint. I feel like ours has to be. I mean, just by sheer population alone. You know, I mean, I, I'm not even gonna count countries that are, you know, islands and they have fifteen thousand people that live there. Like that, that's ridiculous. So we're we're second. Who's number one? China. China's at twenty three percent of the world's carbon footprint. Actually, this is an old chart. That's two thousand eight. Okay, so now it's probably. Okay, we're still second. And when you say carbon footprint, that means we're one of the biggest polluters in the world. Yeah. As far as just car- emissions, you know. Emissions, right. So would you say that the United States, is, while being one of the— 28% China. And what are we, 23, 24? 15%. Nice, okay. 7% India, 5% Russian Federation, mm-hmm. 3% Japan, 2% Germany. Okay. So— would you say that we are one of the best so far 
at kind of leading this green movement in the world? I mean, if we were, I feel like we wouldn't be, you know, polluting second. <laughs> well, no, no, no. That's I don't think that's fair because I, I feel like the only reason that we're second is because of our population. If you look at the that list, it's all the countries with the biggest populations. Y I mean, I ca you in can't isn't India? Don't they have more people? Yeah, than they us? do. Yeah, and absolutely. They're half of our emissions, but they also have less cars. So there's no cars in India. Very, yeah, so very few. That could be part of it. You know, we it's need. It's got to be huge, huge part. Better, of it. more efficient public transit, and then right. So I see your point, but I don't, like. I think that that's always going to be the list, just based off population. Like we're always going to be one of the highest polluters because of population. But I think from what I see, like we've done a like pretty good job advancing this at least. Things like the Hyperloop. You've read into that. At I don't all? even know what that is. So. Um, Elon is working on these underground tunnels that have these tube-looking... They're like train cars that... A train underground? Yes. Okay. But it's completely worked off almost like compressed air and just pressure of the tunnel. So... And I it's that, that and electric. So it's like the subway, but with... Yeah, but like a super subway. So think of walking to the railroad right here, uh -huh. getting in it, and being to Washington, D.C. in less than half an hour. Less than half an hour? Yeah. I feel like I would be terrified. we got to be moving about 900 miles an hour. Yeah, but it's, it's underground, compressed, and like it's supposed to be – it's the next big thing. All underground. Yeah, you don't feel the G-force of like moving that quickly. It's – you are moving that quickly. You just don't it feel it. Just like on an airplane. You're yeah, I was going to say airplane. You don't feel you're like moving, moving 600 that miles per hour. But you just don't. You don't feel it. Either. It's not like it's going to go from zero to 900 miles per hour. It's going to go from zero. It's going to be fast. You know. You able to walk around? I think so. I think it's going to be like a full blown train car. The hyperloop. Hyperloop. That's his new. That's his new thing. He, he wants to get it all over the country. So like. You know, so New New York to California in like like half the time, three hours let's say. Yeah, two two and a half three hours. Well, actually, no, I would it's, go every week. Six hours by plane. Yeah. So this is probably like maybe six hours or eight hours by train. If it was three hours and super affordable, I'd go every weekend to California. Of course, why not? I'd go everywhere. Gonna be back in no time. You go everywhere. You can watch Saving Private Ryan on the way back, and you're home. You're back <laughs> in New York. <laughs> But he, he has um, – See, now that kind of thing. He has some of them built in um, California already. The Hyperloop. His, his People on, are riding on them. On uh, property that he, like, owns and whatnot. Fascinating. That guy's just involved in everything, man. So, so that's what it looks Didn't like. you tell me he was, like, working on something? Yeah, see, that, that almost looks like a plane. That, didn't you tell me he was working on something, like a cure for something where it's, like, you put a chip in your head? Uh, he, yeah, he's actually – very close with that, the Neuralink. What is that to fix? Um, I think a lot of the practical uses of that are um, people with like severe migraines. So far, um, false limbs. Like if you say you lost your hand, mm -hmm. and uh, you know get, you get that like pain of like not having a hand. Yeah, and like you feel like you have a hand and all mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I think yeah. it, it fixes some of that stuff. Um, he's gonna do crazy stuff with that. He was talking about it on Joe Rogan, but that's supposed to be one of his. Uh, that guy's unbelievable. His 
closest endeav- endeavors to like opening up and so that and the hyperloop are both world. pretty pretty close. I mean the hyperloop is like I think it's just a lot of like logistical things that are keeping it up like cuz you have to tunnel underground like yeah just which could be cool just fixing a pothole on 42nd street creates a lot of jobs but you would think that uh there has to be so much because it's like pipes underground and actual tunnels underground that like you have to make sure some of that stuff only goes so deep though he's going like way deep he's like way under the ground cuz think about like how much easier so he's not like the Holland tunnel is this guy he's like talking about he's going, going way okay. underground and making like systems of like you know roadways almost underground that's unbelievable. He's basically like redesigning the subway system. Yeah. But cross country. It's almost like redesigning Amtrak. But Amtrak is above ground for a lot of it. Yeah. Wow. Fascinating. Elon. Elon Musk. 2024. <laughs> Let's see. He had a demonstration of it not that long ago. But we digress. We digress. Yeah, fifty-eight minutes. Fifty-eight minutes, pretty good. It's a good show. Covered a lot today. Here's my challenge for you, Billy. Run for president? No, forget that. You're gonna lose off a pedophile thing. Find us a day where we can go kayaking to Ellis Island. Okay, that's easier than running for president. Find us a day. There it is, the hyperloop. Yeah, see that? That's extremely fast. His his California one. He he. uh, as this like huge property in California that's like literally this and Tesla that he, and SpaceX that he just works on 24/7. See now here's I'm just, you know, playing devil's advocate with these things cuz I'm thinking about the subway and stuff. Subway train derails, the majority of people survive. This derails. I don't think it's got to be instant really death for everybody, right? I don't think it can derail. Cuz I don't think it's on rails. See, look, yeah, it's it's on air. Well, it's on something, right? So couldn't something go wrong? It has to be on something. Once it gets in the capsule, I think it's it's just pressurized air. So it's just running on air? It's it's just pressurized. Like think about like getting a biscuit, like those uh biscuits out of the uh, Pillsbury dough thing. You just kind of squeeze it. It's just. So that, for 6,000 miles across the country. 3,000, but yeah. 3,000 miles. Interesting. I mean, if, why stop there? You'd be at China in 14 hours. I think less. Less. <laughs> less. <laughs> I, think less. <laughs> I think like seven and a half hours. Seven and a half hours to go to Beijing. Hours. I would do that. Spend a weekend. <laughs> That's still far. I don't know. I don't know if I want to be that, that connected with people. You really want people to be able to come here in hours? I don't want it. I don't want it. I mean, I would go other places. I mean, I would. I go, go there to, now. Go to Philadelphia for cheesesteaks just for dinner. You know, it's like 10, 15 minutes probably. <laughs> I'll be back in 15. That's got to be very expensive, though, that thing. It's probably like. He's going to make it, like, super affordable. That's his plan. So that people can actually do yeah, it. Yeah, almost like pay- paying public transit. 
and he'll or like Amtrak. So prices. what's the next step for him? Finding a developer that can actually put this into motion and actually get the I, see. It's gonna take forever because he has to get permits in every state to build underneath their ground. Yeah, like I don't it's take forever. Like Joe Rogan was asking him this question, he didn't really get like a full blown answer because the way Elon thinks and talks is just not like a normal person. A normal person. Mm-hmm. But he was just like, "Where do you go with this? Like when you say I want to tunnel underground and build this crazy hyperloop, where do you take this? Like, I I don't know. You can go anywhere, can't you? I'm saying like, who do you talk to? Yeah, right. Now, like, now you have the concept. Like, do so you the go next step is what? Is do it? you go to like the governor and say, "Hey, I'm going to fix your entire public transit." I don't know if you would necessarily get r- do, all right. Do so, is his plan to is this his plan to get rid of the subways and get rid of Amtrak and get rid of those things, or is this an addition? I think he just likes to improve things. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't think it would make the subway obsolete. Now, in because obviously local, it would still be a great way to get around now, for the time being. We've been the last couple of weeks DraftKings and Rhode Island with the with the casino and the betting. Right now, your money on the table is this nationwide. By the time you die, by the time I die, yeah. You think so? Mm-hmm. The Hyperloop, yeah. Nationwide. So before you die, you'll be able to go from here to California in three hours. Is what you're telling me, or less. Yeah. Whatever it may, it may it, be. Well, let's pull it up. Um, before I die, yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay. That's that gives Elon what? Sixty years? Seventy years? How old am I? Twenty five? Twenty six? Yeah, so maybe like twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> Elon's gotta get cracking. <laughs> He's got some time. He's got some time to work with. So okay. Uh, serial entrepreneur and billionaire Elon Musk is set to unveil design plans today for the Hyperloop, a super-fast transport system that backers say could take people from New York to Los Angeles in 45 minutes. 45 minutes New York to L.A.? Billy, you said it was 45 minutes from New York to D.C. Mm. <laughs> New York to L.A. <laughs> in 45 <I> mean, minutes. <laughs> what do I know about physics? New York to Beijing in just two hours. Oh, my God. Come on. This guy, that is just, he, that is the S- ultimate mind in a pretzel. If that ever, oh, God, can you imagine that? What is some that? of it's just based on theory, but it can get, to, it's saying it can get to 4,000 miles per hour. What is New York to Australia? That's got to be like fucking, I don't know, it's just an hour? <laughs> yeah. That is insanity. That is bananas. See, like the New York to Beijing thing, oh. I don't think will happen in my lifetime. Maybe that is. You think that's a little outlandish? I just don't know well, how. Why like, th- I don't, just don't I know don't how know. you because dig under the ocean. Like, how do you dig across the whole Atlantic? What do you mean? They've done it with Holland tunnels. They did it with tunnels. It happens all the time. Not, yeah, the not to this tunnel. degree. Obviously, it's not, it's not across the entire Atlantic or the entire Pacific. So, eighty years from now, is this a thing? In three hours, we can be a hundred years from now. Three hours, we'd go tonight. Yeah, why not? Let's get egg rolls. Let's get <laughs> <laughs> Chinatown loves those egg rolls. <laughs> yeah, why not? Go to go to Beijing. Can't get fresher Chinese food than that. I can go to Beijing and be back for work. That is insane. Insane. Like, whoops, forgot my wallet. Gotta Th- go back. Oh, sorry. I'll be back in 45 minutes. <laughs> Might be five minutes later. That is work. bananas. Bananas. And I tell you what. 
You know who's panicking about this the most? The airline industry, because they become completely obsolete. Especially, well, completely obsolete. There is no reason for anybody to ever get on a plane again if this becomes a thing. Why would Unless you? You're afraid this of is gonna being be underground with the mole people. This is going to be cheaper, quicker, and probably safer. You hit one of the mole people. <laughs> Airlines gone. Imagine. Which I think is probably part of his plan, right? Because aren't they a big reason why we're polluting so I much? I mean, the green guy. Wow. Says yes. That's unbelievable. Because domestic airline travel has to be one of the biggest. It's one of the biggest industries in the world. No, I'm saying causes of pollution. That's what. I, yeah. So. There's literally no reason for airlines anymore if this is a thing. Maybe just as, like, a backup if you can't get a ticket to <laughs> Beijing, but... Oh, I gotta sit in the sky for six hours. Oh, God. Terrible. He also wants to make space travel, like, affordable and easy, and, like, everyone would be able to go to the Mars. <laughs> See, this is where I think he might just, uh... He might just be a little out of his... Out of his range. I mean... Fascinating guy, though. He's working at it, at least. I don't, I don't know if I'll be able to like take a domestic flight to Mars in my lifetime, but I hope so. That would be nice. I'm pushing for it. Well, you'd have to, like, you'd have to, I guess, first find out if we could survive there, right? We don't even know that yet. Yeah. So that, there, would, that would be step one. Yeah. We have to get a person there before we get a right. population. But it's also not a matter of getting a person there. It's like, can a person survive there? Yeah, may, they may be able to survive for an hour. Well, there's also ideas But can they that survive there for a long time? There's also ideas if you go there and create, like, um, plant life and stuff like that. and grow, It should become it'll habitable. Cr- it'll make, like, greenhouse gases, and it will create an atmosphere like much oxygen. like ours. Which has been everyone's, like, theory for a long time. We just haven't been able to test it. Bananas. And it also takes probably a very long time. Bananas. Bananas. <laughs> Bananas. <laughs> but so let me ask a question. If we move to Mars, doesn't this make this whole green thing kind of useless? I mean, I think about that one, it's a good you? backup plan. I guess if this one kind of no goes one's, to shit, we no can just one's, uh, move to a different one. No one's buying in on my plan, so fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm the new <laughs> president of Mars. Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy here. I'm Why the not? Guy. I'm the red guy now. I'm the red guy. G- red, green guy. It's like Christmas. <laughs> Man, listening to him and listening to his ideas will put your mind in a pretzel. Have you heard his Rogan podcast? It's just No, like I got to listen to it. This one where he smoked weed, right? Everybody was giving him a hard time. Well, that was the first time he was on. And then the second time he was on, he got into some of the other stuff, too. But every time he's on, it, like, listen to him talk about AIs. AIs is crazy. Like robots? Yeah. Artifi- artificial intelligence. He, he wants ex- AIs, or he wants like. Well, technically, they already exist in his eyes. Well, like what, do you, what does he consider a fo- robot? You're right. Your phone is an artificially intelligent extension of yourself that you just. Yes, I agree with him. It's just already. So maybe not robots in the sense of like something walking up to us right now and asking us. You know. No, I think just artificial intelligence in general. Well, we already have that. I mean, I think robots are just expensive and almost pointless, but. Around his shop, most of the Teslas are built by robots. Yeah, right. Like, all these warehouses and stuff are yeah. probably just fully robotic. It's, it's a lot of automated stuff. Wild. Wild. I gotta listen to that. Find us a day to go kayaking, though. Ellis Island. Before <laughs> it's too late. God only knows he's gonna eliminate that next. Probably be there in three seconds. Like no, he, no. He's gonna think of he's something where if I just blink, I'm gonna be there. He's not uh, attacking recreational activities. Nate he doesn't want to get rid of those? No, I think he's very for recreational activities. Good. Well, then find us a day. 
I pull, mean, pull out of Brooklyn. We'll go to uh, circle around Elsan a little bit. Maybe go under a bridge. It could be a good time. See some wildlife. I don't want to see too much wildlife. I just kind of want to. There's been shark sightings in the Hudson, right? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure. I feel like it's, it's probably odd for them. Odd for them to be in the Hudson? Yeah. I don't know. Let's hope we don't find out that day. I mean, uh, kayaking is a very popular thing in, in New York City, right? Like yeah, a lot of people go. Yeah. Can't imagine that would be happening if they were all getting eaten. Not every time a shark's around does it mean it's going to attack you. Eaten. I just don't want to be in that situation. Like, I don't want to be in the situation where I have to shit my pants and pedal back to Brooklyn because there's a shark well, near me. Don't definitely don't want to shit because it makes shark sugar. Is that what that is? It's, they, it's literally a term because they're, they they're attracted to the shit. They love it. It's like blood. Blood, too, It's right? like blood in the water. Mm. I don't know what I would do. If I saw a fin. <laughs> Even if it was a dolphin. It's just I've really, been near really dolphins. Really throw me off. Really throw me off. Pick a day. I think it'll be fun. Episode 20, Garage Party Podcast. Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Google Podcast. We hope you enjoyed on YouTube our three new cameras. We didn't mess around too much with the board this time, but uh, this was more of a deep dive podcast where we talk about actual topics like the Hyperloop and some things that'll blow your mind. Garage Party Podcast, episode 20. Hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to check back for episode 